everyone, it's Marissa and you are listening to From Boise. Today is Thursday, no, sorry, no, it's not November, it's December 7th, <laughs> 2023. And I got a couple things to tell you about happening this weekend and tonight and tomorrow. So uh, I got you covered through Sunday. Tonight is first Thursday in downtown Boise. It's a great time to do some holiday shopping, some drinking, some, you know, bebopping around downtown. A couple highlights for you. Tree Fort Music Hall is hosting us, me, <laughs> and Gail and Isabel. Uh, we're doing a From Boise merch pop-up in Tree Fort Music Hall, so you can find us there from 5 to, I don't know, whenever they kick us out. But we'll have our like sweatshirts and we have hoodies and crewnecks, t-shirts, some stickers, pins, some cute little stocking stuffer things. So uh, come see us. Also at Truefort Music Hall, Boise Philharmonic Youth Orchestra is doing a holiday performance. So that will be really cool. They also have an ornament making station, some festive drinks, and you can also buy some Treefort merch there as well. Boise Brewing I don't know if you know this, I'm sure you do, but if you didn't, they expanded into the old Boise Weekly space right next door. And so they have a kitchen now and also have some other places to host private events. So for First Thursday, Boise Brewing is previewing its new catering menu. You get free food taste and they're also doing live music. If you are thirsty, Juniper is doing two for 12 tonic, gin and tonics and Moscow Mules. That starts at 3 p.m. and goes to closing. Um, and if you're doing some holiday shopping, Mixed Greens, in addition to all of the things they have in there, great place for cards. They have some other local vendors happening and a beer tasting. That would be a good spot to hit. The Record Exchange also has some good deals. They're doing a gift card sale where you get like, you know, if you buy like a $50 gift card, it's only $40. Um, they have some sales on vinyl. And also there's like so many good stocking stuffers in the record exchange. So go check that out. Another cool one, the Stein Luminary at Boise State is doing an event called Luminary After Dark from 5 to 7 p.m. And it's all like science, science-y. <laughs> so um, they have something called Art versus Science in 3D. They have something called Fractal Forest Trees. I have no idea what that means, but that sounds amazing. And like lots more, I actually wrote a story about the Stein Luminary. I'll link to it for you in the show notes. It's so amazing. This isn't, it's not open to the public all the time. So you should totally go check that out tonight. Um, it's free to check out and it's, it's really amazing. I would explain it to you, but you should just go read the story because that's a better way to explain it. Plus there's like lots, lots, lots more events. So uh, check out First Thursday that's happening tonight. Most things start around like five, but there's a couple things that start earlier and run later. Also, tomorrow, there's a cool event happening called the Cascadia Music Summit. That's happening um, tomorrow, Friday, December 8th. It goes from like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m.-ish, and it's at the Egyptian Theater. So the Cascadia Music Summit is a one-day music policy conference. It's for music advocates, artists, policymakers, and other uh, music stakeholders. Although I would add that if you don't exactly fall into one of these categories, but you're still interested in music or creative economies and kind of like the conversation and ideas around that, you should check it out. That's the category I fall into and I'm going to go check it out. 
So really this conference is about creating a more connected and vibrant music corridor across the Pacific Northwest, which would be Alaska, British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. I've been interested in kind of like the concepts and ideas around music policy and more so creative economy. There was a point in my life where I had no idea about anything about the economy, (laughs) but I got interested in kind of like this intersection between creativity and economy. While I was working at a local PR agency a couple of years ago, one of my clients was an economic development organization. And I, like I said, I knew nothing about economic development and I was writing for this client. So I was learning a lot about, you know, economics and like how businesses choose to come to Boise while I was doing that work. And it gave me this opportunity to see like what draws big companies and smaller companies, but like what draws people to Boise. And of course, there's lots of things that go into this, but I found it really interesting that culture and like the creativity and the arts in Boise was something that everyone talked about. And this was back in like 2015-ish. So, you know, before Boise was like super hot and cool. No, it was cool then, but like, you know, So of course they, you know, people would talk about the quality of life and the access to outdoors and at the time, lower housing costs and things like that. But over and over and over, people always noticed and were intrigued by Boise's culture and the art scene. Then I started working for Duck Club and Treefort Music Fest. And that's where I, you know, was really interested in music policy and like what a music ecosystem is. I had never heard of that before I started working there. So if you haven't heard about this either, I'll kind of give you the quick version, but also I'm attending this conference tomorrow and then I'm going to write a story about what music policy and creative economy looks like in Boise. So that will be coming probably in like January. So in short, music policy really has to do with like the things that policymakers and city leaders and other like decision makers in Idaho and Boise, there are things that these people can be doing to lay a foundation to preserve what we already have going, but also like develop our creative economy. So creative economy means basically arts and creative based work. And it's like the concept of it being recognized, like officially recognized, not just talked about, but like recognized in policy as a significant economic driver and then being treated as such. You know, a lot of the times we look at arts, a lot of times arts are nonprofits but I think it would be better to look at arts as small businesses because the arts and especially music is a massive economic driver. There's this, you know, starving artist narrative and there's like a lot of truth in that. But something that's not always part of that narrative is that artists playing in cities, the city and like the local economy is benefiting a lot from these live shows. So like a big example of this would be Taylor Swift. You know, she's been on tour. She's on tour again right now. But the estimated from her like last tour that she just did in the U.S. this year, there was close to $5 billion in consumer spending in just the United States. So this was like a world tour in just the United States alone. Her tour generated $5 billion for the local economy where these shows took place. Her concert in Glendale, Arizona, generated more revenue for local businesses in Glendale than the Super Bowl did. They were both, both of those events were held in the same stadium. 
on a local front, Treeport Music Fest, the most recent festival that just happened in March 2023, generated an estimated $11 million in economic impact. That's over five days, $11 million into downtown Boise. So that's like from people staying at hotels, eating at local restaurants, shopping at local businesses, renting bikes, all those things. Even when you just have one show, like not a festival, one show, you know, people are going out to eat, they're taking an Uber or they're like biking downtown, they're going to get a drink before or after. All these things benefit our city. So that's kind of a tangent. I'm interested in it, as you can tell. So without getting like further into the weeds (laughs) and bringing it back to this, the Cascadia Music Summit happening tomorrow, this is kind of like what this conversation's about. It's about music policy. It's about creative economy. It's about what policies or opportunities for policies are there at the city level, at the state level, to support people that are working in arts and other creative-based jobs. And also, you know, it's called Cascadia Music Summit. So it's a conversation about the current efforts because there are people that are working on this right now. And then also the opportunities to build a collective music infrastructure throughout Alaska, British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. That's things like tour routes. It's also like regional policies, you know, that would help support artists like doing this work. So if that interests you, you can attend the Cascadia Music Summit, or even if you're just like interested in learning more about it, you should totally check it out. Anyone's welcome. You don't have to be a policymaker. You don't have to be an artist. I am neither of those things and I'm going. So um, tickets are only 25 bucks. There's an in-person or a virtual option. I will link to the schedule for you. And again, that's happening tomorrow, Friday, December 8th. It's an all-day thing, so it goes from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m.-ish. I think it ends at like 5.15, and it's at the Egyptian Theater. So go check that out. This episode of From Boise is sponsored by Visit Southwest Idaho. And our out-of-town tip for you this week is some places to go snowmobiling in Southwest Idaho. If you have your own snowmobile, you can go right up to Lake Cascade Recreation Area. This is an amazing spot with tons of access for all skill levels. There's a groomed trail network up there with over 300 miles of trails. There's big meadows for boondocking and also more challenging backcountry terrain, not to mention amazing views of the surrounding mountains. Also, if you need to warm up, there's this awesome warming hut on West Mountain. And another great thing about snowmobiling in Cascade is most of the motels and RV parks don't mind if you just ride your snowmobile right up to the building. So you don't need to worry about like loading it in and out of your trailer every night. Another place to go snowmobiling is the Pine and Featherville area right outside of Mountain Home. There's a network of over 380 miles of well-marked and groomed trails near Anderson Anderson Ranch Reservoir. The trails climb up to almost 10,000 feet in the amazing and beautiful Trinity Mountains. And if you're planning to stay overnight here, you can check out Hayhurst Bed and Breakfast. They have a hot tub where you can warm up after a day in the snow. And if you're looking for a guided trip, you can check out Snowmobile Idaho in Cambridge. They offer full-day group and private trips through Payette National Forest. Snowmobile Idaho will set you up with all the gear that you need, and you get a free soak at Mundo Hot Springs post-trip. You can also hire them to guide you with your own snowmobiles if you want to you know, check out a new area but like have a guide with you. So next time you are visiting Idaho in the winter, 
consider going snowmobiling in Southwest Idaho. All right, the Nordic season is kicking off at Bogus Basin this Saturday, December 9th, with the Nordic Fest. If you've never done Nordic sports before, like cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, fat biking, this is the weekend to try it out. Bogus will have $5 trail passes. They have free gear rentals. They're also doing some free clinics and snowshoe tours. And then they have some more specials, food, drinks, stuff like that. So that's the Nordic Fest. It's happening from 12 to 4 p.m. on Saturday. And you'll find all of that happening at the Frontier Nordic Lodge up at Bogus Basin. There's some Christmas movies playing on the big screens around town. If you want to go, you know, do some watching outside of your house. So tomorrow, Friday, December 8th, the Egyptian Theater is showing Home Alone at 7.30 p.m. Also, the bigger cinemas are showing some movies. On Friday, Regal Edwards' Boise Spectrum. That's the one out at, like, on Overland and, what is that, Cole, kind of out there by Costco, you know? That's showing Die Hard multiple times at 12.05 p.m., 3.20 p.m., 6.35 p.m., and 9.50 p.m. Elf is showing in IMAX at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And Love Actually is showing twice at 3.30 p.m. and 6.45 p.m. Those three movies, Die Hard, Elf, and Love Actually, are also playing at Cinemark Majestic Cinema. That's in Meridian. And those have various showtimes, but similar showtimes as well. On Saturday, all of those movies are also playing again. So at Regal, Edwards, Boise Spectrum, Elf is playing, Love Actually is playing, and Die Hard is playing. At Cinemark in Meridian, they are showing those three movies, plus the Polar Express will be showing at 10.30 a.m. On Sunday, December 10th, the Egyptian Theater is showing three different Christmas films. Disney's A Christmas Carol is showing at 11 a.m. Miracle on 34th Street is at 1.30 p.m. And It's a Wonderful Life is at 4 p.m. Tickets for those movies are $10 for adults or $7 for kids. Also on Sunday, this is cool, the Idaho State Museum is going to be showing the 1947 classic film Miracle on 34th Street. So that's happening at 1 p.m. Doors open at 1230. Tickets are only $5 for um, non-members or if you're a member of the Idaho State Historical Society, it's free. Also through the month of December, Idaho State Museum has a Maureen O'Hara pop-up exhibit. You'll find that in the Canyon Gallery. If you didn't know, Maureen O'Hara, the iconic actress, actually um, moved to Boise and for like the end of her life and died here. So she has a Boise connection, um, which I'm sure you'll learn about in the exhibit. Also on Sunday, those movies are playing again at the big theaters. So you'll find those showtimes. I will link to the um, to the different theaters for you and you can pick a showtime. There's multiple showtimes of all of them, except for Elf. It's only at 11 a.m. on the IMAX once, one time each day. Okay, and then a special one at the Cinemark in Meridian on Sunday. A Christmas Story is showing at 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. It's the 40th anniversary of that film. And speaking of the film A Christmas Story, Peter Billingsley, who stars as Ralphie in that movie, is now living in Idaho, and he is a board member of this new group called the Idaho Film Society. And they are doing a special showing of the movie, A Christmas Story, on 35 millimeter film 
that's at the Egyptian a week from today. So next Thursday, December 14th. And there will be a pre-film conversation with Peter. This event also is kind of like the official launch of the Idaho Film Society. So if you want to go see him speak and, you know, see a Christmas story on 35 millimeter film, you can do that next week. Tickets to that are $25. I've got a link in the show notes for you. All right. And then I'm sure you need to do some holiday shopping still. There's a couple holiday markets happening tonight. The Latinas Mercadito is happening at Hap Hap Lounge from 5 to 9 p.m. There's 14 local Latina vendors. Some great Christmas gift options up there. Heads up, that one's 21 and over because it's in Hap Hap. Also happening tonight, the holiday pop-up market is happening at Barbarian Brewing from 5 to 8 p.m. That's Barbarian out in Garden City. Lots of different vendors there. There's like jewelry, pet treats, art, all kinds of stuff. They also have a food truck and live music. If you're looking for, you know, something like a little more on the, I don't know, spooky side of things, Idaho Krampus Con is having the Bizarre Bazaar. That's happening at ABU Games on Saturday, December 9th at 10 a.m. Lots of different like artists, vendors. They also have games, costume contests. And word on the street is that Krampus himself is going to be there. That's a family-friendly event. Then on Sunday, there's two more. There's a holiday bazaar at Belmont Barbershop with a couple fun local vendors. That's happening from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And there's a winter market at Lost Grove from 12 to 5 p.m. There's like food items, coffee, artwork, plus beer and pizza. That's happening at the... Um, Lost Grove Brewing, like over by Boise State. Um, I've got a couple more, actually like a lot more holiday markets listed in the newsletter for you if you're looking for those. And of course, you can find all these events and many more in the newsletter. You can find that in your inbox or at fromboise.com. All right, that's all I got for you today. Come see us at First Thursday tonight at Tree Fort Musical. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.